Thinking about moving to Sarasota, Florida, or just want to know what it's like there to vacation there or visit someone there? You could visit Michelle Tanner down there, realtor in Sarasota, Florida, with us today. Say hi to everybody, Michelle. Hi. Good afternoon. This is Want to Move There, the show dedicated to all humans. Michelle, I used to say Central Pennsylvanians, but then I realized this could be for anybody in the world that might want to move to uh, where the person, where the guest uh, lives or is a realtor at. So it is the show dedicated to giving all humans the information they need to decide whether or not they want to move to a different location outside of their area. I am your host, Derek Bixler, realtor of 15 years. I grew up on the hill in Harrisburg, went to Mechanicsburg High School, and uh, went up to Penn College of Technology in Williamsport and have been back here ever since. Had a few sales jobs before I started selling real estate 15 glorious years ago. Uh, call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. We still need inventory pretty badly here in, uh, what is this, November 15th in 2021. If you're watching this later, uh, still pretty crazy. And Michelle's going to tell us what it's like there in just a moment. Uh, reminder that whether you're watching this live or on a replay, please ask a question in the comments. Or if you know myself or Michelle, say hi and we will say hi. If we don't do it now or don't see the comment while we're doing it live, uh, we will come back later and address your comment. There's a lot going on. I don't think the guest sees the little red ding when somebody comments or asks something. And I, like I said, lots going on. So we might miss it. Uh, we'll come back later. And a reminder that all the replays are on YouTube, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, iTunes, Spotify. Still didn't change that soon part on there. It is on there uh, right when this airs. It's pretty much on there on all the audio players. So wherever you like to get your content, it will be there. And you can please subscribe on the YouTube channel and drop a comment. Uh, and without further ado, I'll bring in Michelle Tanner. And I'm going to read your bio. But uh, while I bring it up, tell everybody, say hi to everybody first. And then tell everybody what the last movie you saw was. Hello, guys. The last movie I watched was Hunger Games, and a close second was Willy Wonka with my daughter. <laughs> Ooh, Willy Wonka, the first one, or the we, the, the most we recent. We watched one. the remake. Yep, with Johnny Depp. Not as creepy as the still kind of creepy-ish, but not as creepy as the original one. Do we agree? Yeah, I would agree. Has your daughter seen the first one? Yes, we've seen both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Not creeped out. Did she comment or not? No, she loves it. Ah, uh, man. I watched it the other, not the other day, I don't know, a year or two ago. And I was like, this is really weird. And I, I feel mm -hmm. like I should have been scared. I never watched it when I was young. So anyway, yeah. um, did you watch it when you grew up? You grew up in Ohio, right? Did you watch mm -hmm. it when you were young? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you grew up in Ohio. You went to Alliance High School in Ohio. You went to Ohio University. Uh, you went for communication and management. Your favorite color, like I told you, uh, the same as everybody else. You like blue, uh, turquoise blue this time. I've had electric blue, uh, navy blue, I think. Um, a few different blues, but 85% blue, a few pinks, and I couldn't even tell you. Maybe a green or something in there. Uh, favorite food, Mexican, still up there with top, top ones. Uh, pizza and tacos. And some people have said Tex-Mex or Mexican. So again, you're in the majority there. Um, do you have pets? No pets. Uh, you have one kid. You're not married. And your hobbies are boating, travel, and photography. Photography, what do you like to take pictures of? Um, scenery and my my child, for sure. Those are probably the top two. Also, friends. It's always a good thing to do and save memories of everything you're doing. It's usually with an iPhone. I'm assuming yes. an iPhone. It is. Not Android. It is. <laughs> Definitely an iPhone. 
That's all right. And boating, you're in a, a good boating place. Do you have a boat? Do you prefer to rent? Do you charter? What what kind of boating are so we talking about? So I'm in a boat club, which means I don't have to maintain the boat or haul it out or store it or wash it. I just get to go ride in it. We fuel it up, take off our garbage, bring our friends and have a great time. And um, in my past life, I worked on private yachts for eight years. So boating is very near and dear to me. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this. This is very interesting. Um, and I know somebody that she was on the Appalachian Trail, like trail crew where I live. And then she left to do what I think you did to like the TV show, right? It's 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 like the TV show with a little, little less drama, a little, little more professionalism, <laughs> but just as much fun. <laughs> So let's back up a little bit. So when you were younger, you're you're in a service industry now. That is definitely a service industry, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, were you service-minded when you were a kid? Did you like helping people and doing things for other people? Yes, I was a Girl Scout. So that started young with brownies and Girl Scouts. And I remember going door-to-door -to -door with my dad for a fundraiser. Um, and we had the tin can, you know, door-to-door -door asking for change for this, the the foundation. And I remember taking cookies to um, like a widow that lived across the street, like just helping people, I think was always kind of in my nature. Selling cookies, right? Girl Scouts. Yeah. 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 What's your favorite cookie? Mm, probably the Thin Mints, probably up there. I would, I should put, I kind of, I should start putting random questions on my little form to see what I bet everybody would say Thin Mints or a good, yep. good 85% would say Thin Mints. You should look up that stat. Mm -hmm. uh, so you were in Girl Scouts. Is that always prepared too? Or is that just Boy Scouts that's always prepared? Um, good question. But I think we were always prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing to be either way, whether it's the motto or not. Yeah. So what was your uh, first job? Did you have a, a job in high school? Well, after babysitting, it was um, called Tropical Snow. And it was like a little shack in a parking lot of a grocery store that had like the shaved ice, like a snow cone with all the different flavors. That was my first job before you're really able to technically go get a job. <laughs> But then I did waitressing and lifeguarding and all that fun stuff. All the uh, checklist things that you do. Lifeguarding. I always wanted to be a lifeguard. That seemed like the cool job. Uh, you just sat around. You look cool. Um, <laughs> but right? That's all. I always looked at the lifeguard people as kind of like the cooler, older kids with the best job. Um, <laughs> and they were probably... Yeah. But you had to have a CPR. You had to go through some training to get that yeah, job, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And a waitress service job again. Um, and then you went to college at Ohio for communications and management. What was the goal there? What did you think you were going to do with that? Um, I really didn't know. When I first went to school, I was a pre-med major and I thought I was going to want to be a chiropractor. But then after my first year, I really didn't want to study that hard. Um, and I wanted to have fun. And I switched over to communication. I probably would have switched over to a business degree, but um, I didn't want to extend to five years of college. I just wanted to get it done in four. So I feel like the, the organizational communication degree that I got is very similar to business, just without all the math requirements. Gotcha. 
And did you play any sports or in the band or gifted or uh, any extracurriculars? What else is there? Cheerleading, um, debate club, yeah. any of those things? I did three sports. So I was on the tennis team, swim team, and softball. And <clears throat> I actually skipped my junior year of high school because I was an exchange student in Brazil. And uh, I still speak Portuguese. Oh, cool. What year did you say? Uh, when I was in Brazil, I skipped yeah. my junior junior year, which was like 89, 90. Okay. So were you actually like skipping it or your junior year took place there and you still had coursework you had to do and things no, that you I, had to complete? No, I, I skipped it. I had to take um, summer school for two sessions to make up a government class and PE, but I didn't, school was a little bit different in, in Brazil. I was at a private school and I didn't have any books. They didn't give me any books. So I just kind of went there and listened. It was a little different. And they only went from school to like 7 a.m. till noon. And then that was it. So it was started really early and then you break for lunch and that was it. And how'd you get to do that? Did you say how it was just a, a program through Rotary? Yep. So my dad was always involved in Rotary. So we always had exchange students living with us growing up. So I had a Colombian, uh, Mario, who lived with us for a year, and somebody from Sweden who lived with us for a year, Japanese girls, two Japanese girls for a summer, um, Ecuador. So we always had exchange students. So kind of grew up with getting cultured that way. And then um, we actually visited Colombia when I was eight. So got to experience that at a young age, went to visit one of our exchange students. That's awesome. Are you still mm -hmm. involved with Rotary? I'm not, I'm not. Do you know what it is enough to like explain to everybody what Rotary is? I know it's a, a, a organization it's a that everybody's club. heard of, but doesn't really mm -hmm. know what it is. It's a great club. They do a lot of local community outreach and then they're also um, involved in the exchange program, but they do do a lot of community outreach um, on a high level. Yeah, and it's a good way to network. I don't know if it's a networking mm -hmm. group, but it's kind of, networking through giving is the yes. way I understand it. And it's Correct. always on my list of, and they're the one trap chapter is kind of aging out. I think the younger folks haven't caught on to the rotary or, or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but our city one is thriving. I, they're even putting billboards up now of anybody yeah. that joins, gets a billboard right when you drive into the city of, mm -hmm. of like Derek just joined the rotary. So it's kind of having a resurgence, I think in our area. Um, so let's talk about where you are. You're down in Sarasota, where I just was, how, a few weeks ago? How long ago was a that? A month ago today. A month ago today. And I'm going to bring up and I'll share my screen for everybody that doesn't know where it is. And here's another new thing I'm doing also. I'm reading uh, the little uh, blurb here on Google that it tells us a little bit about Sarasota. And I'm going to tell you the current stats there. So um, right now it is sunny, 65 degrees, a little bit warmer than here. It's about... 45, 50 here. So not a ton warmer, but definitely warmer. Uh, 65 degrees right down there uh, right now. Um, and here's the quick facts from Google. Sarasota is a city south of Tampa on Florida's Gulf Coast that was once the winter home of the Ringling Brothers Circus. Today, it hosts a number of cultural institutes, notably the Ringling Museum of Art, which so showcases old masters and <clears throat> modern art. It's also the gateway 
to miles of beaches with fine sand, uh, quartz sand, I learned when I was down there, and shallow waters um, such as Lido Beach and Siesta Key Beach. How's that summary? Did they did they mention all the things that you would mention in a short summary there? Yeah, they did pretty they did pretty good. <laughs> and here's a map up here for everybody, um, and I'll put this away then uh, after I show this. So everybody that doesn't know where Sarasota, Florida is, we're looking at the Google map here. You can see the country, and you can see my big pin. You can disregard all my uh, real estate agent and uh, hiking spot uh, markers here. Um, and you can see Florida down here. And like it said, it's on the Gulf Coast, which would be the left or the west coast of Florida. And it's about in the middle of the state as far as north to south, maybe a little bit more south. Um, and we'll talk about that, that you cover more than just Sarasota proper mm -hmm. as a city. But here you can see where it is. Sarasota and then Longboat Key that they were talking about is right there and Siesta Key which was voted um what is it top 10 best beach in America or something I think yep. it's the best beach in it's America. It's been named number one several times but it usually gets in the top 10 best beaches in the U.S. Nice so Sarasota is kind of the metropolis closest to servicing like Longboat Key and, and Siesta Key and those those places? Yes, Sarasota is. Yep. So I can get to Longboat Key in probably about 10 minutes. So it's super close. And then Siesta Key is just a little down the ways. I was there this morning showing property. And then what's it like there? Obviously, it's a beachy place, so probably flat, um, right? Flat. Yes, very flat, lots of palm trees. So, yeah, pretty flat landscape. Are there any uh, trash piles that I've talked to some other areas that are flat, but they have at least two places that had trash piles. They had, they're like, we have this one hill. One was even called like mountain garbage or something. Um, but it's a reclay, it's a, a landfill that then they put dirt on top. And now it's, they've utilized the hill where there are no hills to have a hill. Uh, but there, so there are no trash piles or trash hills or anything. Not that I know of. What about Sarasota's dunes? Sarasota a nice clean city. Any dunes anywhere? Mm -mm, no dunes. Every every city has a place where the trash goes, just because you don't see it. Yes. Mean, yeah, they I might agree. ship it out somewhere. But um, okay, so it's flat, good for uh, biking probably. And then the weather—it's in Florida. We heard it's 65 degrees there, a good 15 degrees, maybe 20 degrees warmer than here right now. Is mm -hmm. that typical of right now, 65? Yeah, we just had a cold front. So I would say we could be in the 70s to low 80s, even this later this week, I think we're getting up there. So it just changes. Do you ever go to the beach on uh, like Thanksgiving? I've been to the beach on Thanksgiving. We're, we're going to go boating the day after Thanksgiving this year, but we'll be poolside on Thanksgiving Day, which is super nice. And then is it sunny most of the time or does it, I feel like Florida... <laughs> You get these quick <laughs> showers, it's nice and sunny, and then something rolls in and then goes away. Is that yep. how it is? We definitely have our rainy season, which ends up being in the summer, so the hottest months, but then it cools off with the rain. Um, so you can always say the rainy season really coincides with summer and hurricane season. And there are hurricanes. That was going to be my next <laughs> question. Is that something you get special insurance for, or how do you even deal with that? Mm -hmm. Do you have shutters that actually close? What, what do you do to deal with hurricanes? So it all depends where you live. Um, people can get impact glass, so that protects you from hurricane. Of course, you want to have hurricane and flood insurance. Uh, 
Um, the closer you are to the beach, the higher the flood zone you would be in and where you would want the hurricane shutters or the, the right windows. Um, but they say Sarasota has been blessed. Our, I've been here since 2007 and Irma was the scariest thing that we were concerned about. And we ended up just having a few fence panels panels that went down and some shingles off people's roofs, but nothing catastrophic. Um, I did make a beeline up to North Carolina for that, but losing power is the biggest challenge when you, when you get some weather that comes through. And what, is there any difference between uh, hurricane frequency or <clears throat> intensity from the Gulf coast to the, what is it? Atlantic coast? I feel like they have more challenges over on the East coast because I feel the, the Gulf of Mexico is a little more protected than say the Atlantic side. And then everybody has pools down there um, and they're all screened in. What's the purpose of the screening in of the pools? So the screening can um, protect it from leaves falling in your pool or also mosquitoes. So they could use it year round. I have a pool and I don't have a screen, but I don't have any trees in my backyard. So, but most people do have the screened in pool. Gotcha. And you do have trees where the leaves fall off. They're all, not just like evergreen all the time. Yes. We do, but it's not, not but you don't have changing seasons. They just, is it just like a cycle of leaves? Yes. But like I have three small trees in my front yard and they're all bare. And I looked at them yesterday and I was thinking, do these always get bare or is this a rare occurrence? But a lot of the trees around us right now have leaves on them. So I guess it's specific type of trees that will lose their leaves, Huh? but not all trees. And then do you, do you have the four seasons? Does it get colder? Really. Obviously, you're not getting dead of winter with feats of snow, but um, no, so what no. would be the coldest it, it absolute gets usually? At night or during the day? Um, during the day. During the day, I mean, we may, I don't know, we may get high 40s, maybe, low 50s, maybe. Um, but if it's going to go freezing overnight, it's like a catastrophe. Everybody worries. It's out their sheets to cover their plants. Um, but when it gets down to low 60s here, we're all complaining. We're like, it is so cold. And the people up north are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's not even yeah. freezing yet. Yeah, yeah that's need, like, crazy. like long pants and parkas. <laughs> so but if I you want... were to get some freak storm, the, you don't have salt trucks and you're not equipped. You're just oh, shutting no. everything we, down. It doesn't snow here. So Jacksonville up north, Florida, they might get a little bit of snow. It doesn't snow down here. So we will never see temperatures during the day in the 30s here. And well, I would, would say the, I would say 50s is probably as cold as it gets during the day. Okay. Yeah. Totally bearable. I wear sandals year round. <laughs> I don't wear closed-toed shoes unless they're tennis shoes. So that nice. gives you any I'm with you there. I, I don't wear dress shoes unless I'm going to a, I don't know, not, I haven't been to anything where I dressed up at all for a long time. Um, <laughs> hottest day. What's how hot does it get? So it's going to be on the hotter side. Obviously you're using AC mm -hmm. more than heating, um, during the year. What mm -hmm. are we talking above 120? No, August, September would be probably the hottest months. And you're probably looking at upper nineties. Um, for the most part, and it's a lot of humidity, but that's why everybody has a pool. Cause then they go jump in the pool. They stay in the air conditioning. 
Yeah, it's just like how you would be up north with the winter months. You're not outside for hours during the day. You stay inside. So it's the same thing when it's super hot. Yeah. Most sane people, you're talking to the wrong person here. But <laughs> yeah, most people are staying inside and I probably am more than in the <laughs> summer too. Right now is prime time in the fall up here. Fall and spring is where it's at. Mm -hmm. um, so what's the commute like? Obviously you don't have any mountains that you have to drive over or around or any of that kind of stuff that we have to deal with <clears throat> up here because everything is mostly flat. Um, what, what's it like there? And, you could, and do people tend to work in Sarasota and then live outskirts or, or where do people work and, and commute to mm -hmm. and from? Yep. So Sarasota itself, population is probably about 60,000. And you could pretty much get from one side, you know, the very south Sarasota to northern part of Sarasota in 20 minutes. Um, so it's very spread out. But like my commute to, to work is 10 minutes in the morning. So it's not a big, um, like they say we're a... Um, almost like a suburb of the Tampa market because we're an hour south of Tampa. We're an hour from St. Pete. So if that gives you an idea. Would you say an hour from Tampa? Yep. We're an hour south of Tampa and about an hour and 20 minutes north of Fort Myers and two hours from Orlando. But that's great as far as when people want to be close to an airport. We have an airport in Sarasota, Tampa, Fort Myers as your three closest ones. Um, but it's very close in proximity to a lot of great, great other locations in, in Florida. And then if you were like staying in a hotel in Sarasota, how long would it take to get to like the beach at Siesta Key or Longboat Key or somewhere like that? Well, if you were staying downtown, 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. And what about yeah. public transportation? Are there buses, rails, mm -hmm. there subways, buses. any of that stuff? There are buses. So on Siesta Key, there is a trolley that goes up and down Siesta Key and lots of free services for free rides. And then they're starting a trolley service, which will go from downtown Sarasota all the way over to Longboat Key. And I believe it might even go to Anna Maria Island. So that'll be great for especially people that fly in, take a taxi to their hotel and just want to see the area via trolley. Yeah, that's great. And I recommend the... Uh uh moped scooters fantastic mm -hmm. you can't leave whatever key you're on but highly recommend it i forgot how awesome they are um i don't think you can get them in sarasota because that's more like a city and it's kind of hard to be riding these little tiny scooters around there but mm -hmm. on the keys you can get them and it is the best i would get it for the whole week if i was staying on the key because it makes everywhere you go fun and it's mm -hmm. the best 50 bucks you could spend or so but um yeah. So, uh, what was I going to say? So do people, a lot of tourism, obviously there, and a lot of people working in the tourist and the service industry, where do the people that work there live mainly? So if you're working on one of the keys as a waiter or at the mm -hmm. scooter shop, where are you living? Are you living there or is that more expensive and you're living you're like probably downtown living Sarasota in, or? Yeah. You're probably living in the central Sarasota area. Um, but I know they, there's a lot of wait staff that have like room shares that they'll do on Siesta Key. So maybe they have a house and rent rooms and all be close to, to work. But most people probably live in central Sarasota that, that work out there. Gotcha. And then what about major in industries and employers? I mentioned mm -hmm. tourism. Uh, it's nice down there all the time. When is a uh, uh, tourist season? Is there a season? Well, tourism is our number one industry. 
and that is pretty much year round, but we also have a season, which is what we call a snowbird season. So a lot of people have second homes or they'll just come down here for the season, which is typically January, February, March. Some people might come down as early as November, have Thanksgiving here, go back up north for Christmas and then come back down for January. But season typically is about three months. And then we also get a lot of people in the summer since that's when their kids are out of school. They're come, come here on vacation in the summertime as well. When's the best time to visit? Hmm. Well, because the summer it, it, it would be everybody's off, but that's when it's like too hot there. In my it, it can opinion. be it can be pretty hot. I mean, I would say if if you want to get get out of your cold place and come down here during the winter, that's going to be best. But you're going to have some. That's when you have the most traffic as well. So it's always you know offsetting that. Somewhere in between. So we went down. I don't know. It was a few weeks. I guess it was October something, and it yeah. seemed to be pretty not dead but not it wasn't busy it wasn't mm -hmm. dead would right. that be a good time to visit oh, i thought it was october awesome would be perfect mm -hmm. october november perfect. yeah it was still hot out i felt mm -hmm. um in comparison at least and still probably objectively warm and hot out the water was awesome really warm mm -hmm. compared to like jersey water that never gets warm no matter it could right. be September after all the hottest months and days and everything and it's never mm -hmm. warm it's never going to happen so that was really pleasant even at sunset I was out in the water um mm -hmm. and it was pleasant which you'd never do up here in Jersey not to I like Jersey too but the water doesn't compare at all um mm -hmm. so you have tourism down there uh medical centers um colleges Great. any of that yep. kind of stuff Great medical facilities our Sarasota Memorial Hospital is probably the number one um, hospital around but there's no shortage of medical facilities here at all. Because we do, we are such, um, you know, we got named best place to retire recently. So there are a lot of retirees that come down here and the people that spend half their year here. So the medical facilities are fantastic. Huh. Sarasota specifically or the region or mm -hmm. the county or? Sarasota specifically. Huh. Best place to retire. So you got the best beach in America and the best place to retire. Yeah. Do you know anything that goes into naming some place, the best place to retire? I would assume that the medical care available would go into yeah. that. I think there's different, different, like US News and World Report did the best place to retire, but we were at the world's greatest places of 2021 in Time Magazine this year. So I think it all depends on who, um, is doing the ranking. Dr. Beach, his actually name is Dr. Beach, is the one who does the ranking of the beaches. So that's where we've been the number one beach, you know, several times in the past. So I just think yeah. every, you know, resource, magazine resource, or I'm sure Wall Street Journal does something like that of the best of and, and puts out their, their polls. Yeah. And it probably, when I was there at Siesta Key Beach, I was trying to figure out what what check marks does it check that makes it even contend? I'm sure there are certain mm -hmm. things that a beach has to have to even right. make the list, like public restrooms, free public restrooms, mm -hmm. a snack shop on hand. It had really good volleyball uh, courts mm -hmm. on the back. It had a really deep beach. The beach was manicured. They had a uh, lighthouse or not lighthouses, uh, lifeguard stands. Yep. They had lifeguards, period. Mm -hmm. um, Great parking. Lots of parking. I never and went. And there was always parking every time I went, even during the mm -hmm. busy times. Yeah. 
and their concession stands serve beer and wine. Yeah. And there was a gift <laughs> shop. If you didn't have snorkels or oh, uh, yes. goggles or any of that kind of stuff that was there. And the sand is made of quartz. Did I say that already? That yes. really struck me. I was reading yes. some sign and then I told so, my daughter and we both love this because she's got these big quartz crystals at home. Okay. So did you get out to Siesta Key Public Beach on a Sunday night for their drum circle by chance? Uh, no, I did not. I was there. I had I known about it. That's great. You'll have to come back for that. Yeah. And another thing I didn't know that I didn't believe somebody said it to me and I was like, I don't believe that. It doesn't get hot either. The Jersey no, sand, the hot as doesn't heck. doesn't get hot in the summer. So I literally wear socks like the first couple days at the beach when we go to Cape May, New Jersey, where we usually go. I <laughs> have to wear socks at the beginning, or if I don't, I have to wear them for a couple days after the first couple days because they get burnt and, and I get blisters. So I have to you wear, wear socks and kind of like get it down. Um, <laughs> I usually end up wearing at least one sock after destroying a foot and then like not having, I don't want this big gaping blister the rest of the week. So yeah, one sock on, but, but there you don't have to deal with it. And it's actually true. It doesn't get hot at all. Mm -hmm. I guess just cause it's white and reflects it. I don't know. It's the quartz, something in the quartz. And that's just, the quartz is specific to Siesta Key Beach. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. So mm -hmm. check that out for sure if you're down there and you can get a moped or a, a scooter, like I said, on Siesta Key Beach and mm -hmm. you can fly around the entire island, um, sometimes on roads that seem a little bit too much for the little scooter, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, any and other employees up, or what? Did you end up going kayaking? I did not. I have, okay. I have done it down there before uh, when I was down there before, but not this time. Is it like mangrove kayaking? Yes. So if you go to Lido Beach, you can specifically go through the mangrove tunnels and it's it's amazing. So um, that's definitely something on the list. If somebody's coming in for a week, I would say make sure you go do kayaking in the mangroves on Lido Beach. That's a great segue into the next section, which is <laughs> what to do there. Um, and I've done the mangroves before. So mangroves, for those that don't know, are those like quintessential beach kind of plants that you picture that have kind of the roots that you can see coming out mm -hmm. of the water. Right. Yep. And then they're kind mm -hmm. of these low lying bushes and you can go in between them. Mm -hmm. I think that trip, the one trip we took down there ended up at some kind of remote beach where you could get out and kind of dock your boats and hang out and get shells and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's great. And then if you go through the mangroves, even if it's hot out, you're in the shade. And you can, sometimes we've seen starfish in there or um, they have the little, little crabs in there as well. While you're going through the mangroves, they're super shallow. Um, you'll meet, run into other people in the mangrove tunnels, but it's, it's super great. And some of them will do the tours and they'll go out and see the dolphins and the manatee as well. So it's a great, we did that for my daughter's birthday one year as we took the boat to the beach it was right on the other side of the kayaking. So it was kayaks pulling up and going out. It was really pleasant. Yeah, that's awesome. And GPS does, it's pretty close to, to the shore and there's no mountains or anything. So cell phone signal and everything, my experience was it was pretty good there because it can get, you could maybe get lost in there or at least we felt like maybe that would be a possibility. <laughs> so we were like checking it, uh, but GPS does work pretty good there in my experience. Uh, what else is there to do? What about if somebody's going to a big concert, they got to see Justin Bieber in concert or something like that. Is there a stadium nearby? Do you have to go up to yep. Tampa? 
you could go to Tampa and St. Pete for a lot of the concerts, but we also have the Van Wazel, which brings in the bigger names. So Broadway, you know, bigger comedians, and then also music venues as well. So we do have, mm -hmm. we do have quite a bit of theater and arts, especially downtown Sarasota. So, um, you know, with the Ringling School of Art and we have small theaters that bring in um, some big productions, but there's probably 10 theaters around downtown Sarasota um, and lots of art as well. They'll always have art shows and things like that. We have botanical gardens, Marie Selby Botanical Gardens, which are really nice. We have a lot of great state parks. So Mayaka State Park is the, the most well-known and the biggest. We just went camping out there and um, they have a nice canopy walk and they have, you can go canoeing and but you'll see some alligators out there. So I won't be canoeing in Mayaka, but it's really, really beautiful and just great state parks to venture out. Lots of outdoor entertainment. We have lots of farmer's markets. So every Saturday morning, there's a farmer's market downtown Sarasota. And then there's various other farmer's markets around. And then we have spring training here with the Baltimore or Orioles, which is great. And we have- People up here who have a lot of Baltimore fans in our area. So oh, yeah. like that. Yeah. And there's no shortage of great restaurants. I recently did like a restaurant guide for downtown Sarasota and St. Armand's and- there's no shortage. And the restaurants that have the Zagat Award, there's like the most restaurants, I don't know if it's per capita in Florida for Sarasota with those award winning. Huh. That's interesting. I wonder if it's mm -hmm. the same consistent for what's the other one, like a Michelin star or something? Is that am I saying oh, yeah. that correctly? Yep. I probably I'm, a lot I'm, of those too. That Michelin star is probably above that, I would guess. I feel like that's newer to Zagat. I feel like Zagat's something like my, it was been around forever and ever, uh, along with Reader's Digest or something. Mm -hmm. um, the Ringling Brothers, that's a big thing down there, right? It's mm -hmm. probably old news for you guys, but uh, so how's it related? There's the Ringling Brothers Museum and some yep. other things, I think maybe where they lived or something is yep. there? So they made, they made home in Sarasota at one point during the Ringling Brothers. So that's why we have the Ringling College and the Ringling Museum. Um, so their circus is big here. They have circus camp. They have circuses year round. Um, so recently, I guess it was a couple years ago, they took the animals out of the circus and they kind of stopped the circus. But I saw in a headline that they might bring the circus back and, you know, which is great. And have you heard of Nick Walenda? No. So Nick Walenda is the high wire walker that does the tightrope. And he comes from a family of tight wire walkers. So they do the five man pyramid, which if you Google that, you'll be impressed with what you find there. But he, in the past, gosh, probably 10 years, he's done Niagara Falls tightrope. He's done New York City, uh, the Grand Canyon. That was, a, if you, you need to watch the Grand Canyon replay, because that was, I think, one of the scarier walks that he did. Um, He's actually a member of our church. So we had him, he walked across the tightrope during a church service and a, between a couple buildings, downtown Sarasota. So the thing with the Walendas is they don't have a net. There's no net. So they are literally just walking. So they're the an old circus family and they live there and people train with this. He teaches at the college. 
Um, he doesn't teach at the college. It's with it's within the the circus in Sarasota, but you can see him perform and sometimes practice for these high velocity um, wire walking that his does. And it's a family, you know, he's from a family like his grandfather, his parents, his children. You know, it's a whole history. His wife is also a tightrope walker, but they had a um, travesty a couple years ago where during practice with the five man pyramid, they fell. And his wife shattered and has a whole bunch of, you know, screws in her face and everything. But then he and his sister walked across the tightrope in New York City. I think it was two years after that fall. So he's all wow. about get back up, keep going, focus on your goals. He's big on faith. So he's just always like an example of a great, you know, Christian man that does exactly what he what he preaches that's super awesome and yeah. does the the college so is that like the premier place there can't be too many circus colleges or colleges of the circus or whatever you call well, the it. circus isn't really part of the college it's name ringling you know the ringling museum and the ringling school but it's the ringling school of art so it's really more art related it just happens that it was name ringling after the circus so is there a place you don't know? Probably you're not a, a circus historian, but I'm wondering if there's a place, where do you go to start? If you said, I want to run away and join the circus, where do you go? I would figure. I that think there's the several different circuses here. There's one that has an established um, location not too far from here where they always have circus camps and circuit shows. It's the conservatory um, going on. But I know when Nick does it, they have a tent over by UTC Mall which we have this home of the second largest mall in Florida. And there's also Benderson Park out there, which is a big um, for rowing. So they have done the Olympic trials for rowing here in Sarasota and world championships here. And that's a, if you walk around it, it's about three and a half miles, but it is a rowing facility. So they have crew as a sport that you can do here, but it's a huge, it brings in a lot to our area. That's an indoor facility? Nope, it's outdoor. Gotcha, I was gonna say. That's and that would Marine, be <laughs> Moat Marine, you know, the aquarium where they're, you know, studying the water and rescuing animals. That's another huge um, entertainment thing. And they're moving out to UTC area. They're gonna build a new facility out there. Gotcha. And how far would be when you went camping? Was that like in an Everglades kind of area or how far away? Would no, Mayaka State be? Park, it's about, from downtown Sarasota, you're probably about 30 minutes. So it's east on Clark Road. I think okay. about I think about five miles east of Clark Road, each uh, east of 75 on Clark. And would that be the go-to driving vacation down there? That's the two questions. What's the go-to driving vacation? And then what's the go-to flying vacation? Or where's the airport to get so out of there? So somebody would drive in and want to camp? So people that live where you live, what's the go-to driving vacation? If you want to go on vacation, but you want to drive there, not fly there, where are you headed? These are people from outside of Sarasota coming here? Living there. You that's living there. When you want to go on vacation, where do you go? Orlando. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you can get to Miami in three hours. You know, Fort, Fort Lauderdale's over there. There's a lot of great Florida areas you can go to driving. And also a lot of people go up to Georgia to the Blue Ridge Mountains. 
Okay. So the people that live at the beach are trying to get away from the beach. Probably you're not going to go to some other beach in Florida. Right. Well, if it depends if they might do a short drive and do, I have neighbors that do RVing. So they go to different state parks around Florida and do, you know, their RV camping. Um, and some, I think the staycation has become more popular in the past couple years too. So you'll see people that might just go do an Airbnb on the beach and get out of their house and stay local. And then to go further, you mentioned there's an airport in Sarasota. Mm-hmm. Is there, would you usually use a Sarasota or do you have to go to other mm-hmm. ones sometimes? Yep. Sarasota Bradenton airport is really easy, um, to get in and out and lots of different airlines or Tampa's just an hour away. And then you mentioned sometimes you have like festivals and things like farmer's markets. I think you mentioned, or do you have like first Friday festivals and Mm -hmm. like downtown street fairs and fireworks on July 4th and all that kind of stuff? Oh yes. Huge fireworks on July 4th and on new year's. Um, They just started a first Friday downtown Sarasota. That's just starting up. Um, Where else? And Lakewood ranch is, another city just northeast of Sarasota, lots of new construction out there. So they do a first Friday and shut down main street and they'll have music on both sides of it, but also downtown they'll have the music venues on both sides when they, when they have their festivals. And then St. Armand's has a lot of different car shows and art shows, and there's just no shortage of anything like that here. Lots of outdoor festivals and events year round. And does it feel like, like all the festivals and events are more geared towards the people that live there or are they Mm -hmm. geared towards people visiting? Both. So like we just had the Siesta Key Classic, which is the sand sculpting event. So I think it ran for four days and they had a band there this year, but these artists that do this sand sculpting are phenomenal with what they can do. And then they, you know, give prizes and there's an entrance fee. And that's something that everybody welcomes visitors and locals alike. Where did that take place? On Siesta Key, Public Beach. With the court sand. Absolutely. That always amazed me. I don't know how they keep it together with these giant formations. Are they putting glue in the water or something? It's, it's pretty crazy how they're, they're able to make those things. Because they, sure make they make a pile first and then, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> So that's cool. Anything else uh, that stands out to you that you would want to mention to people, the things to do, uh, was it the, whether they're visiting or, or living there? Um, let's see. What about I mean, breweries and, is... uh, and, and, and uh, the alcohol version, distilleries, <laughs> breweries and yeah. distilleries and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. We have some local breweries. We also have a local rum um distillery or what i guess it's, it's not a distillery if it's rum is it is it still called a distillery i think so any alcohol just, would be distilling yeah we just offered that tour to some of our vips and they went on the the rum tour and they got to taste four different rums and there was a signature drink that they talked about and they have offer tours um just to see what's going on in the background oh and then obviously Florida's known, I mean, there are no mountains or anything, which means you either have to do sky sports or water sports. So you obviously have those two things. We went skydiving when we were down Mm -hmm. there. You can do that. Florida's always great because the weather's usually good. Up here, 
you might plan to go skydive and but you might not actually skydive that day because there's clouds or lightning mm -hmm. or something happening. Um, so Sky Sports and a lot of people, uh, there are flight schools down there. I think Emory Riddle is in Florida, right? Which is probably the biggest uh, flight school in the country. Um, so Sky Sports and water sports, water sports probably more common. So what kind mm -hmm. of stuff can people do as far as that goes? Fishing? Um, oh, fishing is huge down here. They have fishing tournaments all the time. Um, yeah, so fishing all sorts of boating, sailing. They have a sailing squadron here in Sarasota. So they'll even have, that's even a camp that's offered for kids that they can go learn to sail and they have the little regattas all the time. Um, so really any outdoor sport or activity that you can imagine, I think they offer here. So when it comes for a list of camps of what you, what your child wants to do for the summer, it's a booklet of all the camps that are available from theater camp to circus camp, to sailing camp. You can pretty much, you know, do anything. Music camp. They just, there's just so many different options. There's some great live music venues here where the bars have different live music. I'm really impressed with the local talent that is here, both for music and art. And yacht chartering, right? You could charter a yacht. Is that where you worked out of there or somewhere else? Oh no, Fort Lauderdale was where I was based when I did that. It's the yachting capital of the world. Um, I don't think they could probably get a boat in the Marina Jack Marina bigger than maybe a hundred foot or 120, I bet just because of the draft and the beam and all of that. So Fort Lauderdale is definitely the place for that. Gotcha. And you mentioned whale watching and dolphin watching and that kind of thing. Dolphin watching for sure. Um, there's two different boats. There's a dinner cruise that goes out of Marina Jack and then there's Labarge Tropical which does a morning dolphin tour and then a sunset cruise. So those are like two hour tours. You can go out, watch the sunset, have a drink. They usually have live music. It's a great, great thing to do. And is there such thing as a golf, a Gulf of Mexico cruise that starts like somewhere where know. you are and goes to Texas or to like, I don't know about that, but speaking of golf, we have so many golf courses. Like I didn't even mention golf. Like there is, there's um, also great driving ranges. There's a bar that you can go to that has a pizza shop, an ice cream shop, an arcade. It's a restaurant and a driving range and they have a car wash next to it. So you can pretty much do it all right there. But they there's some great um, golf in the area. Amazing golf courses. Yeah, another kind of quintessential staple of Florida. You gotta have the Absolutely. golf courses. And do you have to, does it rain enough there? Do you have to, your lawns in general, do you have to water them to have grass down there? Yes, I would say yes, especially in the, the drier seasons. Yeah, and you do have a different kind of grass. I always notice that you have this mm -hmm. thicker kind of hardy desert kind of grass. That's it depends. Not so as in, pleasant in to nice, roll around in. Yep, in the nice neighborhoods, that's the grass that is there. But you know, we have a different type of dirt. Our, our dirt is really more like sand. So getting grass to grow down here is just a different experience. But that's I why you have the nice, nice communities where the, the grass, you know, they come in and seed it and do all that and keep it watered. And it looks great. They have those nice pop it's up that things Saint that pop Augustine. up when you're not expecting it. <laughs> yeah, ah, it's get that St. Augustine grass. That's the really nice stuff you were talking about. Nice. Is that a uh, native, a non-native? species. Mm, maybe native. I would have to look that up. <laughs> I would think uh, it would be native since it has St. Augustine in the name. 
That would make just, sense. Just a guess. And if it works well there, it would make sense that it's from there if it works well there. Right. So uh, what do, let's move on to what people can get for the money there. Um, mm -hmm. For comparison's sake, here, the starter for like <laughs> a white picket fence, kind of two-story, two-car garage on 0.2 acres, probably dated, 90s built. You're looking at like 300-ish to enter into kind of like the entry-level American dream home. Um, what is it down there? What are you looking at to start or, or an average price or whatever yep. you want to give us? I would say just to get your foot in the door, if somebody says, I want the lowest price single family home, probably around 300. But if you want a pool, you're going to be closer to 350 to 400, just to give you an idea. And then if you want to be in a gated community, um, you're probably looking at 450, 500 to start. And new construction, single family, probably around six fifty for new construction, just a just a starter. Yeah, I could tell. I stayed. I stayed in an Airbnb down there in Sarasota, in I would guess kind of like an older, little bit more aged mm -hmm. section. Um, two bedrooms, not big bedrooms. It was a bungalow style house, is what they called mm -hmm. it. Um, and I think I looked up, they had just bought it for like three something, three ten, three twenty five. Mm -hmm. Here you'd probably get twice, almost probably twice, twice the square footage for that and probably a garage or something. But it didn't seem too crazy as close as it was to the beach. And it seemed like an area where people were kind of starting to buy them and then fix them up and make uh -huh. them nicer. And maybe they're still cheap in that area or you could flip uh -huh. them or something. Um, so in the HOAs, are there a lot of uh, gated communities, a lot of that kind of thing that people picture uh -huh. down there? Yeah, you'll have a lot of gated communities, especially Lakewood Ranch and Palmer Ranch, but then there's also some communities kind of sprinkled throughout Sarasota. But you'll definitely see the newer homes are more often gated than, say, you know, you're not going to find too much of 1970s home in a gated community. They probably start construction around 1985, I would guess. Um, but anything in Palmer Ranch. So Sarasota was already established and then they wanted to build new. They only could go east of 75 or south or north of Sarasota. So they really went south, which is Palmer Ranch, and east, which is now Lakewood Ranch. If that makes gotcha. sense. Yeah, but I yeah. Think, I should have brought think, the map up while you were doing it. Yeah, I think our area is really great for an investment property, whether you buy it as a future retirement home or a second home because we're such a tourism and a destination location, that's going to hold value. If anything should happen to our real estate market nationwide, we rebound a little bit quicker than any other places. And we don't get a ding as much as other cities because of where we live. You know, we have 1500 people moving to Florida every day and everybody wants to retire or live in Florida. It's, and that's, I don't think ever going to change. Plus we don't have any state sales tax, which makes it nice. Yeah, part of the reason people move down there, right? right? So what do you think the the mix of people that want to move down there to live there versus people that are buying an investment property or something to visit every once in a while? What do you think the mix is? And you, have you seen a, any difference in the last couple of years? I think it's a combination. In the past five years, I've definitely seen more families moving to the area versus retire, you know, versus it being mostly retirees. So I think it's a good mix and a good balance. Um I think with the pandemic that home has become more important to people. 
So they are retiring early. They are choose if they can work remotely, they're happy to move to Florida because they can work wherever they want to work. I can say this year I sold to more out-of-state buyers relocating to the area than I have in my 17-year career. So it's a it's it could be a best kept secret maybe with the best beach there and it wasn't crowded at all when I was there. I really liked it a lot better than some busier places uh, I've been. Yeah. So maybe it's you don't want it to catch on sometimes. <laughs> you don't want it to catch on yet. Um, so what about like, I saw also they have condo buildings, which condo mm -hmm. does not mean it's an apartment for everybody out there. Condominium is a form of ownership. But what people think of as condos, kind of the apartment style things that you can buy, are there those things as well? Um, what was the question? A condo. Can people buy a condos like the apartment style condo? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we really have the three different types of condos. You have um, a townhouse, which falls under the condo where your bedrooms are going to be upstairs, garage and main living area downstairs. You have the villa, which for up north is like a duplex, but they would only own half of it with one story living. They usually come with a two car garage, could be in a 55 plus community. So that's great for a retiree if they want a single family house, but they don't want to spend that much. A villa is a great option. And then we have the typical condo, which might be in a two-story building or a 10-story building where everything is on one floor. So how much would one of those duplexes run? The villa. The villa. Probably, you could probably get into a good villa, 250, 300. That's not bad. And that's for a resale or a new one? Resale with a two-car garage. Okay. And then you'll what have about community a new, amenities. new one of something comparable? comparable new one you're probably looking around 400 450 and i have some great communities to suggest if anybody's interested <laughs> and are there a lot of uh things that are good for downsizers we'll call them first floor master kind of stuff oh absolutely we have a lot of ranch style homes you know the mid-century modern everything on one floor it's very common in florida do you have basements nope no basements here I always have to, I already know the answer, but people that don't know anything yeah. about anything, we yeah. got to ask. So everything's on slab, meaning it's on a big slab of concrete built right. on top of that. So where do you keep all your mechanicals, all your, your water heater and your AC units and all that kind of stuff? Where does that go? The garage typically. And then yeah. if somebody needs a workshop or something, how does that work? They just add on to the house, they get an outbuilding. Yes. Or a shed in the backyard. And if people wanted a bunch of acreage, they could move further out. Is that possible to get, you know, like Typically, a five, couple acres, be, five, 10 yeah. acres? Typically that's going to be East Sarasota where the more acreage property. And there's a lot of um, horses. If you didn't know about Florida, if you look at the horse population that is in Florida, especially central Florida, but the further we get out East, there is um, a lot of horse um, areas. We even have a polo club, which has great, it's in season. You can go watch a polo match on a Sunday and it's fantastic. You can tailgate and have all sorts of fun. I picture that being an event where you have to wear some big crazy hat. Do you, am I wrong it's with that? It's optional. <laughs> it's but not you do like super to... fancy. You can no. make it fancy if you want. Okay. Yeah, that sounds fun. There's a, a family around here. They kind of own all the quarries and stuff, the hemp's, and they have uh, polo tournaments. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't think there's a club or anything, but they have them on some land out there and people go mm -hmm. watch. Kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so what if somebody has a few million bucks to spend? 
what are they going to buy? Is that going to be a beach house usually? Is that going to be a condo downtown? Do they have to move away further away All to get the something options. there? All those options. So I looked up today on Siesta Key, if you want a canal front home, 1.4 is the starting point right now for a canal front. Um, I would say a year ago, you could find something for maybe 1.1, 1.2. Um, but 1.4 is kind of the starting point. Um, you can get a downtown condo for a million. Um, you can get a really nice single family home, even new construction for a million. So it really depends what somebody wants. They want to be in a golf course community. They want to be in a gated new construction. They want to be close to water. They want to be in a condo where it's maintenance free. We have some amazing new construction condos downtown that I absolutely love. Absolutely. Just amazing. They've made, there's one con condo complex that it's really like single family living where it's a three bedroom, two bath, two dogs permitted, no weight limit, you know, very much like single family living, but condo style. So nobody has to take care of landscaping or anything like that. And the pool's on the 19th floor. So that's pretty spectacular. With sunset. That's pretty awesome. Any mm -hmm. amenities, the pool, you said anything else like restaurant or anything else on site? Pool, pool and fitness, 24 hour concierge. The two essentials, although yeah. the pool, no, that, I, at least here, the pool never gets used, but um, <laughs> maybe it's different there because we're freezing cold. Yeah, nine that building starts year. right now around 2.8. There's only there's only one or two units left. And would people do some people buy multiple units and combine them? Not so much. Not in that particular building. But as a thing could possibly happen, I guess. Absolutely. And you mentioned canal front. Explain what canal front means. If somebody wants to have a boat in their backyard, they're going to want to be on a canal so they could have a boat lift or a dock and have easy access to the Gulf. So it would be a canal that actually you could leave out of your backyard, get mm -hmm. on your boat and go the whole way yeah. out to the Gulf mm -hmm. and all around Florida, wherever you would want to go. Could right. you go to like Puerto Rico or Cuba or, or I guess you place? could if you, if you wanted, you'd want to, you'd want a large boat lift for that probably to drive drive that far. But you know, the, the, the canals, that would be a saltwater canal. So the reason you want to lift is you don't want to keep your boat in saltwater for a long period of time, because that's a whole nother can of worms with, you know, rust and what saltwater can do to your mechanics of your boat. Sure. And then do people ever have some kind of shared situation ever where you would kind if of share like a cul-de-sac of a canal and we mm. all have access to this one point or some kind of shared dock Not system so much. or anything ever? Not so much. Just how you know, if it's on somebody's property and then one on somebody else's property, that probably more, more like Marina, you know, they can have a Marina if they in our shared space. Gotcha. And then before we go out, the last question, which has nothing to do with real estate or Sarasota or anything is if you could do any other profession, what would it be? So if you could be anything else other than a realtor, what would you be? Well, that's a loaded question. If I could not do real estate tomorrow, I would either work for a nonprofit or maybe be an event planner. And if I could sing, I'd want to be a rock star. <laughs> I'm with you there. The rock star thing. I don't think there could be, I imagine, anything better than being on stage with 40,000 people just screaming your name. I mean, it's got to be the most intense, awesome, crazy thing oh, yeah. ever. I think it'd be so um, fun. Oh, hell yeah. We could sing in our shower, right? We could pretend like we Absolutely. Could and in the car when and my daughter says, mom, stop singing. Absolutely. 
But we have a lot of retired rock stars that live in Sarasota. I just saw a list of like 10 rock stars that live in Sarasota. So um, they're in their 70s Somebody needs now, to put together the map that you can sell the map on the absolutely, corner. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be great. And you're a great event planner. You already do it now. Obviously, you probably <laughs> do event, uh, client events, and then you helped organize the the real estate thing that we were both at recently yes. down there, uh, which went off very well. I thought I didn't see any problems with anything. So you're obviously good at that. So that Thank would you. make sense. That was the biggest, that was the biggest event I ever, ever organized, but um, it was great. It was great. Even the, the night we went out to the restaurant and dancing and dinner, that was, that was lots of fun. Time passed yeah, way too quickly. <laughs> Totally. Had a lot going on. I'm surprised there weren't more snafus or maybe there were and <laughs> none of us uh, realized anything that wasn't going according to plan, but I thought it was really good. Um, and now read aloud your contact info so that anybody that might be listening later uh, can find you. And it'll also be in the, in the description, up or down, wherever you're watching or listening, but read Fantastic. it aloud in case somebody wants to write Perfect. it down quick. Feel free to call or text 941-894-5603. My email is tannersells at gmail.com. And you can find me at stunningsarasotahomes.net. And as always, if you need to buy or sell a home here, especially if you need to sell it here and move to Sarasota or just get an investment property, um, people can rent them out too, right? There's no rules or depends on the HOA, that kind of thing? It also depends on the county and city rules. So they might have certain minimums of what they can do, especially if people are looking to do Airbnb but I could definitely direct you in the right direction. Yeah, so you have to talk to a professional down there, especially if it's the Airbnb route. Some places mm -hmm. want to crack down or, or right. definitely got to look into that. So if you need to sell here and then get hooked up with Michelle, uh, hit me up, call me, text me, email me, throw a rock through my window, send a carrier pigeon, whatever you need to do. Uh, we still need inventory here. I didn't ask you that question. Is it still kind of crazy there? Still need inventory? It still is. Multiple still offers, inventory. all that stuff? Oh, yes. Yep. Lots All of right, so. home selling in less than seven days. But Derek, I really <laughs> want to just say how much I appreciate you having me on today and getting out of my comfort zone of being in front of the camera and just thank you for what you're doing. Well, I wouldn't have noticed that it's out of your comfort zone because you did awesome, just like everybody does. Um, and hopefully you had a good time. I did. And I appreciate you being on here. And it's awesome re meeting all my uh, real estate all day referral partners and friends uh, actually face to face and doing the Google My Business stuff with people lately. Mm -hmm. It's been really awesome actually meeting people. And a lot of people because on the in the Sarasota trip, we didn't get to face-to-face -face as many people as you may have liked or spend as much time with each person. So it's right. been super fun. Um, and now we can all, we know who to call when we're visiting somewhere. Um, Absolutely. And I think we're going to Canada next. Is that the word? I have no idea. But if you come back to Sarasota, you can borrow my kayak. All right, deal. I will too. <laughs> and I'll head out. I don't need a tour. We'll just, we'll just head out and see where we can go. So thanks everybody for watching and listening. Thanks again for being with us, Michelle, and say bye to everybody. Bye. Thanks. See everybody.